0: deals with the music, and we're all waiting for her to push the button, and she does nothing, and then she's looking at us like, hello, are you going to go? And we're pointing no, at her going, look, and, <laughs> and she is. Yes. Uh, so I threw did us one off. thing different. <laughs> yeah. I didn't push a button. Everything
1: <laughs> off. Yeah, it threw yeah, us all off. This
0: is take two of an entire podcast.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, this won't be a super long podcast, but... And we're running a little behind. But we wanted to bring it all together. Mm -hmm. Bring it home, so to speak.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. About families. And so, some of the families y'all are familiar with. We're going to just touch base on them. But throughout the entire Bible, you can see how important family is to God.
2: Right.
0: God created all of us to be his family. And I don't think people get that.
1: Yeah, he yeah. is the Father, right. and we're saved, we fill out His Holy Spirit, we receive the spirit of adoption, yep. and we cry, Abba, Father, because we are His children, and so on and so forth.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. The creator of the entire universe is our Father, yeah. and he... he has brought us into His family, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we're going to start with Adam and Eve,
2: mm-hmm. you know?
0: A uh, husband and wife, male and female. Mm-hmm. They have three sons, but the first two bad apples. Uh, no Only pun one of them was though. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting how, when you let sin and Satan into your lives, how much havoc he wreaks on your family.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um and that's all it took right. Adam and Eve just kind of gave us all a rough start kind of set us up for failure thank God for Jesus mm-hmm. um, and saved us yeah so you have Adam and Eve
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was an interesting start to say the least
2: yeah
0: but it was the start
2: mm-hmm.
0: so we get Noah yeah yes. and He has three sons. He has his wife, three daughter-in-laws. Noah builds the ark, and God says, I hate what I've created. They're all sinful um, abominations, and I just don't want to deal with it. This is not what I intended. Saves Noah and his family, but Noah was saved because of his obedience. So, you have this huge, you know, well, huge family living on a boat, and they are where all nations are descended from. Right. Crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But Noah lived to hundreds of years old.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: so obviously he was going to be able to get a lot accomplished in that time. (laughs) Yeah. Needless to say. (laughs) Right. Um, So then, we have Abraham and Sarah. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And again, Abraham had this covenant with God. Mm -hmm. And even though Abraham had faith, and walked by faith, you know, he wasn't so sure that he'd ever have kids. Mm -hmm. And when God said that he would have a son, obviously he didn't believe him. However, God doesn't break his promises. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And they had Isaac. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, they had Ishmael, too. And that's kind of a prime example of what happens when you don't wait on God.
1: Yeah. yeah. When you rush Bad things. stuff.
0: Yeah. You rush, rush stuff. You assume that you should just take matters into your own hands.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And all hell breaks loose. Right. Bad, bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. That's why we say over and over again, pray. Wait on God. Don't rush Things. I say this to my kids all the time. Three out of the four have listened. Yeah. So far. <laughs> Although there's one that's just kind of pushing it. <laughs> right there. Nah. Um, so, you know, Adam, no, sorry, Abraham and Sarah kind of give us a what not to do and what you should have done scenario. hmm So then there's Isaac. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked a little bit about how back then parents helped choose the spouses. So that was awesome. So anyways, what Abraham did was send his servant to a specific area that Abraham said (laughs) to find a wife for Isaac. Right. And the servant
2: yeah.
0: had the discernment, or prayer, or whatever, for specific things. Um, and brought uh, Rebecca back to Isaac. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
0: So then um, we have... Oh, wow, we got quite a ways down. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: So then we have Jacob and Rachel... Jacob loved Rachel and worked his butt off to marry her. And unfortunately, there was deception on the part of Rachel and Leah's dad, who decided to give Leah to Jacob instead. And so Jacob worked again Mm -hmm. for, what, another seven years? Yeah. Mm -hmm. To get Rachel, and their dad was kind of a jerk.
2: Yeah. yeah. Let's
0: be honest. He oh. just was not a pleasant person. Nope. Yeah. Um, and very deceptive. What yeah, you gonna I was going to say? say,
1: can't forget um, the rivalry between Jacob and
2: Esau. Esau,
1: thank you. Yeah. And their sibling rivalry, in some words, because of the... Yeah. Kind of Thor and Loki type thing, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Well, there's favoritism, and that's another reason why parents should never have favoritism, Mm -hmm. you know, with one child over another. Mm -hmm. Because that just doesn't end well, and it puts, you know, children against children, and that's unacceptable. Yeah. They shouldn't be doing that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, And so, you know, even though Leah wasn't really loved by Jacob, um, God took care of her mm-hmm. um, and so you know we get the 12 nations
2: mm-hmm. out
0: of those relationships mm-hmm. between Jacob and Leah and Jacob and Rachel
1: mm-hmm. and their servants
0: and their servants yeah yeah
1: so they had issues. <laughs> yeah there was a
0: lot of not good stuff yeah but in the end it was all about the line of Jesus and how it all panned out. Right. So then you look, and this is kind of, I was just talking to the girls before we started this. One of the things I appreciated was Jacob's son's they all—they had one sister in that family, mm-hmm. and it was Dinah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And these boys took care of her. Mm-hmm. They looked out for her, protected her, exactly what big brothers are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And even the dad. Yeah. You know, they those boys were not impressed with the fact that someone hurt their sister. Mm-hmm. Um, they were ranchers of sorts.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: you know, lives, they took care of livestock, and they worked together as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was their business. They didn't work for anybody else. It was them. Right. Um, but when someone hurt Dinah, and then their family was manipulated, needless to say, it made those boys pretty angry.
2: Yeah.
0: And Simeon and Levi, mm-hmm. which it's interesting if you read anything about the Levites, what kind of people they were they really were the servants of god mm-hmm. they were the protectors they were the musicians they were like top of the line. priests yeah they were top of the line there
2: mm-hmm. so
0: Simeon and Levi they're like you know it wasn't right that these guys hurt our sister mm-hmm. they went into the town killed all the killed all the men and took out those nasty guys mm-hmm. and
1: leading up to it it's kind of humorous in a weird way because they're like, well, you know, we can't give her away to uncircumcised people so the Bible says, you know, the other people, they circumcised themselves and while they were still sore then they attacked. It's like, that's brilliant. Slightly humorous because... (laughs) I mean, they're probably lounging about, you know, with a pack of peas on
0: themselves. (laughs) Right. Frozen peas. And then, you know, they get slain because of what they did. Right. It's like, well, there you go. (laughs) But, you know, and what's interesting is Simeon and Levi went and defended their sister's honor, which Mm -hmm. was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And their dad was all upset thinking that, you know, they brought wrath upon them. And the boys were like, what, we're just supposed to let our sister be hurt? I don't think so. And God Mm -hmm. blessed them. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. There's right and there's wrong, but that was not wrong. If you read throughout the Bible, you can defend yourself Mm -hmm. and you can defend your family. That's throughout the entire Bible.
2: Mm Yeah.
0: So then we go to Moses and Aaron and Miriam,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: the brothers and sister. And I kind of was talking about this before. You know, a lot of people feel like killing a baby is okay if your situation seems like, you know, you can't take care of a a kid or something. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a lie from the devil. Uh, Murder's murder. Mm-hmm. Um and it's interesting because the only people that ever say abortion is okay are people that are already born, mm-hmm. and it's like, why are you here?
2: Yeah, I
0: mean, what makes you better than this baby that you decided wasn't worth anything? Mm-hmm. God sees children as a blessing, yeah. and those that get that honor to have children, um, God sees that as a, a blessing. He's mm-hmm. blessing people with children.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I say that not to make anybody that can't have kids feel bad. Yeah. Because there's a lot of kids out there that don't have parents mm-hmm. that need parents. Yeah. yeah. And that's a prime opportunity for people that can't have kids to adopt. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I kind of look at the Moses, Aaron, and Miriam story as kind of an interesting take on Kind of the abortion and adoption story, sort of. Yeah. Because, you know, the king was killing all the boys, Mm -hmm. the Israelite boys, because, um, you know, Pharaoh realized that Israelites were becoming so populated. Yeah. And they didn't want them to realize that they would have more power than the Pharaoh. Right.
1: Well, I mean... The more you oppress people, it seems like the more they thrive. So it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to keep burdening the Hebrews. And they kept yep. multiplying. Then he got scared. He's like, well, the Hebrews are going to overtake me,
0: so... Yep. I'm going to kill these males, these newborn males. Yeah.
1: It's also an example of disobeying government because you yeah. fear God. Because the Hebrew midwives are like, we, we're,
0: we're not, not doing gonna kill, that. We're not going to kill these babies. So right. they
1: disobeyed the governing authority. And they're like, yeah. well, I mean, they just have the babies too soon we can't get there fast enough yeah
0: to kill the babies right so they can't abort them Mm -hmm. and then those midwives make excuses so they're saving these children which Mm -hmm. is awesome right that's how it should be yeah um and then miriam sends her brother moses off to protect him and he gets adopted Mm -hmm. by the pharaoh's sister
2: Mm-hmm. And was daughter,
0: daughter. daughter. Yeah, daughter. Was, Sorry, I daughter. think
1: it was Moses's mom that sent him off, wasn't it? I uh, think it was Moses's mom, but Miriam kept, kept him, yeah, yeah, kept denied denied him. and
0: protected him, and yeah, worked you know, with off. her mom to yeah keep Moses safe, right? So here he was adopted into the richest family, and that's how he was raised. But it was all a setup. So what Satan meant for harm. God turned around for good and saved the Israelites. Yeah. Millions and millions right. of people yeah. saved because of Moses. It's what are we going to say?
1: Oh, it's also just very interesting how the same Pharaoh that wanted to kill the babies, his daughter adopted a Hebrew baby. <laughs> right. The irony. Yeah. It, it's definitely interesting how yeah. God uses things and works things out. It's no like, kidding. Look at... This boy, this Hebrew boy, is going to be raised under your roof. Yeah. And he's going to save my people.
0: Yeah. Yep. Interesting, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, God just does awesome things. Yeah.
2: yeah. With families. hmm mm-hmm. With families. Yeah. So
0: then, you know, then we're going to go to Esther. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have parents.
2: Yeah. Right. I
0: don't... There's not really anything specific um, stating what happened to her parents, but she, it just says... She didn't have a mother or father, mm-hmm. so it was her uncle that took care of her mm-hmm. and looked out for her and gave her encouragement and gave her wisdom and gave her knowledge and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, even if you don't have parents, you know, God will put somebody in your life to look out for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, he's always there. So yeah. you're never alone no matter what it looks like. But God said that he did not intend for man to be alone.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's
0: why he created Eve in mm-hmm. women. Uh, so we aren't supposed to be stabbing men in the back. We're supposed to be helping them mm-hmm. and coming alongside them and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so Esther, again, you know, with the help of her uncle, saved her people. Mm-hmm. Right. So another example of how what Satan meant for harm, God turned around for good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So then we look at Nehemiah. So we, I didn't look a lot into it, and we were kind of having a discussion before the podcast. But Nehemiah is a pretty awesome book, as has pointed out. Mm-hmm. And there's some really good points. And how he talks about is it's your responsibility to take care of your family, to protect them, mm-hmm. to fortify your cities, mm-hmm. and to protect your town and your townspeople
2: mm-hmm. yeah. from
0: your enemies. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: so whether he was married or not, I didn't dig as deep into it. And so we were talking about that. I don't know if he was married or if he had kids, we don't know. Mm -hmm. Um but he knew how important family was because he talked about protecting your families.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm Right. And
0: so that's one thing that we need to do as parents um, we need to protect our children. We need to protect our towns. Yeah. There's a lot of enemies out there, and Satan is leading them all. But it's within our power and authority and our rights to defend that.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, Nehemiah, he wanted to take care of his people, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. I guess it was his family. It was his family. It was his community. Some people might call it a tribe. Right. With finger (laughs) quotations. Right.
0: Um, It's, I mean, it's your people. Yeah. And it's important. And sometimes, you know, the people around you are more like family than your own family. Mm -hmm. You just want to help them, you want to protect them. And, you know, I see the Canadians coming together, and it's awesome to see. And it's like they're one ginormous family because they're protecting country yeah and we're gonna do a podcast for the canadians later on this week so Mm -hmm. it kind of fit in but um so then the next one you know we want to talk about is zechariah and and elizabeth Mm -hmm. so they gave birth to john the baptist who was like the greatest preacher yeah jesus obviously Mm -hmm. um but again you know God really did something amazing in Zechariah and gave him discernment. And, you know, he was this priest Mm -hmm. and prayed. And, you know, he did a lot of correcting of other priests and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And so to have a couple that clearly loved each other Mm -hmm. um, have a son... That led up to Jesus' arrival and they were cousins is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? For me, the the story kind of reminds me of Abraham and Sarah.
2: Yeah. A little um, bit.
1: Because they were older, Elizabeth and Zechariah. They were older. Right. And so Zechariah was like, Yeah, like we're going to have kids. And so the angel ended up making him mute mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: because, I guess, of his doubt.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think that. After John was born, like the first words, did he write them? I should have done way more research. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wrote what his name was going to uh-huh. be. Yeah, he wrote out his name is yeah. John. Yep. Yeah. And then, I do believe, he started
0: speaking Yeah, Because yeah. it came down to obedience, he realized, yeah, I screwed up, Lord. Yeah. You know, this is going to be his name, because that's what God said it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So, it's kind of cool.
1: It, yeah. It's pretty cool when the Lord gives parents... Names. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? His name's gonna be John. Okay, his name is gonna be Jesus. Okay, this is what his name is gonna be. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and okay. they're pretty cool names, all things can yeah. <laughs> they have
0: yeah. meaning. Yeah. Good meaning. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the last family we're gonna talk about, even though there's tons in the Bible again from mm-hmm. Genesis to Revelation, is Joseph and Mary. So Mary was a single mom. And Joseph came into the picture, and an angel told jo- told Joseph what he needed to do,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he did it yeah. to protect his family. Yeah, to yeah. protect his family and step up and you know be there for Mary. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and you have Jesus who was home till he was thirty,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he was in. The synagogues, listening to the preachers and learning about what they were preaching and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as he got older, he became a carpenter. And, you know, he did his own work and, again, helped his mom around yeah. the house or whatever and had a couple brothers. Because yeah, we don't know and, and, what
1: happened to Joseph, I mean.
0: Yeah, we don't hear about Joseph. Yeah, after
1: yeah, he was 12, I mean.
0: Yeah, we yeah. just, we don't know if he died. We don't know if he just left. I mean, there's no real mention about about that. Yeah. I right. mean, it
1: was, he agreed to marry, Mary anyways, yeah. even though he kind of knew the situation. Right. Um, and then after he married her, he you know, named Jesus, because yep. the angel gave
0: him the name, yep. kind of confirmed that. And they had two, two other sons. And yeah. I think a few daughters,
1: too. So it talks about Jesus having sisters.
0: Well, I don't know if it was necessarily blood sisters. Four spiritual sisters. Um, look that's we
1: yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, you don't really hear about Joseph, I think, past, like, um, after they left, I think, Egypt or wherever they were. Because um, again, similar to Moses' story. Right. The Herod. Yeah. was trying to find all the baby boys trying right. to kill Jesus yeah mm-hmm. and so an angel came to Joseph It's like you need to take your family you need to leave right and I think that's pretty much the last mention of Joseph right when Jesus was lost in the synagogue oh yeah then not that not Oh, they left him <laughs> they, they, they left him <laughs> I mean, and walked
0: three days or something away from him they, they had like, a big had. group
1: yeah. yeah I mean just I think if you have screwed seen. up with your kids they left Jesus yeah <laughs> yeah right
2: so yeah, just, it happens. You know, it happens. It has not happened to me. You but travel two days away.
0: But you look at that, and, you know, there's always a mention of, you know, Jesus's concerns for moms
2: mm-hmm.
0: and women. And especially he talks about widows, which also include the single moms, and the fatherless. So he must have been able to relate somehow to that. Yeah. And that's why it was important <clears throat> to have people step in and help yeah. the fatherless and the widows and the sojourners, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: even when he, Jesus was on the cross yeah. and Mary was there, he made sure that she was going to be taken care of. And yep. I think it was John who was next to her. And he's like, okay, this Take is care. your mother. Yep.
2: Take care of her.
1: Yeah, woman, this is your son. So yeah. it made sure that she was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm take care of her
0: mm-hmm. so it it's important yeah family in general is important yeah
2: right. you know
0: in the godly terms mm-hmm. not yeah. in the worldly terms because worldly terms distorts it and perverts it yeah and that's not okay Right. No. No. you follow the bible you're good to go yeah you yeah. go outside the bible you're going to be in trouble yeah, yeah. you know Okay. I was going to
1: say, and it is okay, again, to stay home past 18. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, most, most people have realized once they turn 18, they're like, oh, yeah, I can leave home. And once they realize how sucky it is, it's like, man... <laughs> I shouldn't have ever left home and I'm <laughs> moving back to the mother's basement. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but that doesn't mean you
0: become lazy <laughs> and cowardly and a fat, you know, couch potato. Yeah. yeah. You step up and you help your mom or your dad or both of them and yeah. you do something with yourself. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what God calls you to do. Don't yeah. be lazy because the lazy person doesn't get fed.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, that's biblical.
1: It is. I mean, if you don't work, you don't
0: eat. Yeah. That's that's also what the country was founded on. (laughs) Right. And and kids are supposed to honor their father and the mother Mm -hmm. and be obedient to them. So if your parents are telling you to get a job, you live in their basement, get a job. Yeah. Help them out.
1: Yeah. You don't leech off of them.
0: Right. Don't do that.
1: I mean... Because you're
0: not honoring your parents doing that, and you're not obeying them either.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. And also, things that i've personally come into contact with is people in the church yeah if there's someone who a young person who doesn't want to go to college yeah who is at home maybe they're doing other things that you don't know about because quite frankly it's none of your business right so like for me if i wanted to stay home and help my mom out it's not your place to judge me and think less of me right because i'm trying to honor my mom right and people are like, well, you should go to
0: college. You should do this. It's Why fine. go to college? It's a cesspool of evil. There's yeah. It's just like, yeah, I get brainwashed,
1: go instead, move back in with my mom. <laughs> Once I move out, I am out.
0: I'm not going to come
1: back. Yeah. Because that's just, unless, you know, circumstances are, mom, I have to come home. <laughs> you
0: know. You know, get yeah.
1: all your ducks in a row. But if, you know encourage the younger people to honor their parents. Mm-hmm. Not you're eighteen, this is what you should do based on worldly standards. Right. Right. I mean I don't just sit around there are some days where I do feel quite lazy. But I don't just sit around Oh no. Right. I have to do dishes, I have to fold laundry, I have to help out if well, not, let's working, be clear,
0: I'm not a slave driver. When she <laughs> says have to these are her choices and I've actually had to order her to stop doing everything and hand some stuff off to her sisters because this one wants to be difficult and kind of stubborn and doesn't always want to listen. And Mm.
1: some of the things are already taken care of such as dishes. (laughs) We got something. (laughs) Like these need to be hand washed. These need to do this. It's how I am. I seem to be happiest when I'm doing things. So that's me anyways. But I mean it's you're trying to honor your parents, and it might look a little bit different right. mm-hmm. just because it's not falling in line with society's standards and
0: expectations. Which really isn't standards at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, how... Yeah, you can be out on your own and go to college, which, I mean, there's a lot of different temptations for a young person right. to face... And instead of encouraging them to dive right in, especially if they're not
0: prepared, right? In mm-hmm. um, high school nowadays, does not prepare anybody to go to college or live on their own.
1: No, mm-hmm. it doesn't. No. I mean, I mean the public. I homeschool. Yeah, At home school, yeah. my
0: kids are prepared for everything.
1: <laughs> I mean, we learned about these things called taxes, which I don't think a lot of public <laughs> schoolers know what those are. It's like, yeah, you work and they take them out. Yeah. But, I mean, my point is, is that people in the church, especially older people, yeah. be encouraging the younger generation to honor their parents. Yeah. Right. Even if it means that they stay home for a while and help them out. Right. Mm-hmm. They need to stay home until God releases them or until they feel like, you know what, it's time for me to go. Or God right. opens up other doors because... It's not a sin to stay home. No. Right. It's not against the Bible. It's right. not wrong. It might not line up with society standards. Right. But it doesn't mean that they're not doing anything with their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they're learning to take care of their family, that's also pre- preparing them to take care of their own family. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is something that public schools are not going to teach. Something nope. that colleges are not going to teach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you go, it's not where... You learn at church. You know, that's not what you learn at church. Right. So it's, there's a lot of benefits to staying home past 18. Right. That, yeah, of course the world doesn't want that. Right. But sometimes it's what's best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and here's
0: the ultimate thing. Do what God tells you to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you honor your parents. Mm -hmm. But in the end, if your parents are on the right side of things and they are god fearing, Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-filled people, Mm -hmm. they should want what God wants for you. Yeah. For their children. Mm Yeah. And not push them into a worldly situation Mm -hmm. that could do more harm than good. Yeah. And yeah, God can turn that around, as we see with my son and their brother. Mm -hmm. Um, But... It's taken so much longer to get to this point
2: mm-hmm. than if
0: he would have just listened to begin with
2: yeah. and
0: was honoring and obedient and followed God's call.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We wouldn't be in this kind of situation. Yeah. Right. Things would look far different.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get your so, ducks in a row. No, right. <laughs> Don't just rush into it. Just right. Even if it takes a little bit more time, I have people tell me, "Oh, you're young; you have time." It's like kind of doesn't feel that way, but yeah, it's like if I have so much time, why are you trying to rush me to do things that I'm not? I don't have clarity on. I'm not sure of. I don't want to do. Right. God hasn't
0: said yes. Do this, or yeah, you know,
1: you're young; you have time. Well, treat me like I have some time. (laughs) Let me figure out certain things let me get my ducks in a row right you know like those little ducks on a string
0: that you've
1: you know pull behind or something yeah right right? it sounds like a really big semi
0: or something (laughs) coming down the mountain or something but anyways so you know parents take care of your kids kids obey your parents honor your father and your mother and also take care of them and give back to them yeah, God I mean, does reward that. Right, and here's the other thing: is the even though I'm a single mom and my son isn't here, but my girls are here, uh, we all work together, mm-hmm. and it works really well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we sometimes butt heads, <laughs> and I yes. take them to the ground. So <laughs> yes. there's that. But dysfunctional mm-hmm. families are found in the Bible. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. and, you know. Again, what Satan meant for harm, God will turn around for our good and his glory. And it's pretty awesome how Mm -hmm. he's worked a lot of things out in all of our lives. Mm -hmm. So we can be an encouragement and a blessing to other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, God loves families. And we are his children. And Mm -hmm. he created us to be in a relationship with him and to be his family. Mm -hmm. And all people should be honored by that. Yeah. Um, instead of thinking it's something bad, mm-hmm. um, and you people only have so much time to get it right
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, before he says, "Depart from me." I never even knew you. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: and what a horrible, horrible sentence to ever hear.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're still alive right now, you have time, but don't start gambling with your soul and say, "Oh, you know, I might have a deathbed conversion." Not everyone gets that. No, you don't know if you're gonna have. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, you don't know if you're going to be alive in the next ten minutes. You have no idea, so stop prolonging it. Right.
0: Um, Yeah, stop thinking you're invincible because you're not.
1: Yeah.
0: You're just not. Nobody is.
1: Yeah, because eventually... Not on this earth, anyways. There will be a time when your time is up. Yeah. And you will have had opportunities. You will have had chances. Yeah. And... You blew it you're not going to have anyone to blame but yourself yeah Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, so
1: so
0: anyways were you going to say something
1: i was going to say just cherish the time they have with your family yeah
0: Yeah. love on them because again you just never know what will happen tomorrow
1: bad repent (laughs) yeah
0: so thank you guys for your patience and we thank you for listening to this podcast and we'll have another one this week Uh, cheering on the Canadian truckers and miners and farmers out there standing up for what's right. It's good to Mm -hmm. see some men doing something. Mm -hmm. So God bless y'all, God bless America, and God bless Canada.